Good evening to all the families and houses and individuals watching us tonight. Thank you, Pastor Indidi, for such a powerful installment. Thank you for the word always. And thank you to the Life family. I'm sure you're supporting us to be able to preach like that. I hope so. Okay. Kelly's house has changed to house of liquid cash. It changes every He's ahead of his time. Think your houses must change every week, yeah. Thank you. And I love the installment and the thought as we continue to interrogate the things that we've all believed. A season in our lives must happen that we come to interrogate it so that we can drop the ones that we don't need and pick the ones that are important. If there is any. Most of you listening to me tonight, something that shaped your mind. Most of you are not losers. Most of you are not failures. Most of you are not people of the past. Yes, it is true. You're looking for the best equipment to fight this battle. What is this battle? The battle of you becoming what your ancestors and what the spirit in you has called you to be. Every day of enterprise is you looking for a more potent instrument to use because your mind has picked a vision. You're seeing what you're supposed to be. You can see it. It is now software for you. And constantly you're looking for how to, to adware it. So that is your daily reality. So you're no longer failures. Because you are not defeated. And most people you will meet in life are defeated people. You wonder why a woman at the age of so, so, so. I won't mention age so that no one feels insulted. But of course above 30 or 40 is dragging five kids around the street. And she sees, she has the story of she used to be very beautiful and agile and strong. Now you're wondering, but what happened? She was defeated. Your mind, have picked a, you've picked a vision. You're looking for how to hardware this vision. So don't be hopeless in the middle of your battle. The first definition tonight, I want you to listen to the first definition of enterprise. As we continue to interrogate some things tonight, look at this first definition. I love it. You need to write this down. Please listen to this. Enterprise. A systematic, purposeful activity. It is systematic. It is purposeful activity. Um, Pastor Buki just came back from some country like that. I forgot. I've lost count. Angola, Somalia, Algeria, Algeria. From there to some other next place, whatever. Um, then pastors just came back from visa activities. W ran a program. The banking family ran 25 under 25. Um, um, Hillit family ran some Babin Saloon stuff in Hilton. Um, and two numerous to count this is the definition of enterprise a purposeful a systematic a systematic purposeful purposeful activity, activity. it has purpose to it um, if you went for a concert it is activity 
but it's not systematic and it's not purposeful. It is systematic for the guy at the front. For you buying the ticket and going to see, most times it's not systematic. Neither is it purposeful. So we're not saying don't travel. We're just saying let it be systematic and purposeful. Wild, it was systematic. It was purposeful. When you do church now on Tuesdays at COD, when you, whatever the activity is, it is enterprise because it is systematic. It is purposeful. Now you want to write this down. Enterprise leads to leadership. Leadership leads to governance. The foundation of governance is enterprise. A person, a group of people who have been running all their lives with a systematic, purposeful running activities that is systematic and purposeful. So don't be afraid of when it will make money or not. Just make it purposeful and systematic. Then you'll be enterprising. In the house of Potiphar, we found a man called Joseph. And I'm not... So people will say, well, it is God's favor that was upon Joseph. Well, you know, and because God blessed Joseph, and because God did this and that to Joseph, I said, have you heard the story of Socrates before? Have you heard Socrates or Plato or like Mandela or like Malcolm X? It is not because God did anything. They had systematic, purposeful activity. So do not regard your activities as barren. If it is systematic, those of you who are serving, you're serving Pastor Sam, you're serving, you're serving in Power Base Institute, you're serving because most of our predecessors, our parents, used their lives in programs and activities that are not systematic or purposeful. Waking up in the morning, sleeping late at night, working for a system for 20 years, for 30 years, it's not systematic, it is not purposeful, therefore it is not enterprise. It is not enterprise. When you pick up your back to go to a place, it has to be systematic. It has to be purposeful. But back to Joseph, in the house of Potiphar, he was a slave guy who understood activities. And because of purpose, because of system that he put in place, his boss then said, now you'll be the leader of everything in this house. That's enterprise to leadership leadership to governance of course for a few years he then got into trouble went to prison but he came out to governance what happened to him from the house of Potiphar because he was enterprising he became a leader now he is ready for governance like I perceive that most of you are you've been running enterprise since the days of our fellowship enterprise acne life enterprise sorry kiss fellowship enterprise these programs were systemic they are systematic pardon me these programs were purposeful you ask me what is the purpose of this program to gather more young people to change them their mindset toward achieving something and so one week in Sorikis, very different from the church that is meeting next door that is iphone 8 if we're going to be iphone is it 14 now is because we have more things to do so we're not knocking out those who still use iphone 8 but don't condemn iphone 14 or do we have the rights to condemn iphone 8 yes why because it is not doing as much as it could do drop that thing 
upgrade to iPhone 14 if you have more activities to do, if you have more mails to send. And, and when we get the iPhone 14, so to speak, we have more things to still discover, isn't it? You've realized day by day that it can do many things. And in that you are growing. What does that do? It makes life more easy for you and it makes you more effective. You remember the days when you have to go to meetings. As in you have to go. You have to be there. You have to put on suit and tie. Disease was how we knew you don't have to do it. It had to take a disease that shuts down the world in order for us to be this. So whatever activity you're running now, ask is it systematic? Is it purposeful? Because we've said the pillars of this house. So the spirit of grace in us keeps saying, do you want to preach holiness or enterprise? I'm proposing facts. Holiness or enterprise, choose one. What the perfect men really had anything to the world. By history, perfect people really add nothing to the world they hardly do and though so on sunday when i see that a church fixated about our girls marrying as virgins we ask what does exactly apart from mary the mother of magdalene or the mother of the, that other man apart from her what does this person add to the world and even how they have to pretend she's got a guy. And people are just looking at the guy funny. So they still have to go through this system. And that's why I said the, the art of most of you liberated from religion has come to leaders. And most of the leaders that you respect in the house, either as industrial heads or family heads and other heads, you respect them because of enterprise. And because of enterprise, they became your leaders. So we're asking all the followers in all these houses be enterprising. So when we call for holiness, and iPhone 8 is part of the journey of evolution to iPhone 8, 14 now. It's part of the evolution. Like the bricks of a house, brick upon brick, whatever Pity taught years ago was necessary for a certain part of the building. But the finishing of the house, I will be an imbecile to take what I use for building when the house started and say, I must sit in the finishing. It is imbecilic. So I tell all either adults or young people that are bound in religion, watching our evolution and questioning it. I interrogate your sense of reasoning tonight. Do you use what you use at the foundation for the finishing? Can anyone put a beer block in this beautiful room today and say because it's our whole nature because it is what it is our foundation do you show the blocks of your house the block was once upon a time needed in order to lay certain foundation but it's no longer needed it needs to be eaten away as much as it's eaten away those are parts you don't tell the story of the block you don't say you remember when we when we were using the block oh my god you don't understand the block no the finishing the the covering it with overlaying it with the gold the power of skill and knowing what to evolve into every house evolves this house evolved there was a time it was just bushes people cleared it don't stay in the bush 
we preach holiness so now we preach enterprise why because it adds more value to the world right now it is more needed in the world right now and may I remind you tonight and Pastor Indidi has prompted our conscience towards this tonight that there are monies you didn't have there are growth you didn't experience because he was waiting for a certain evolution of pity too because otherwise that level of money at that time for what will it be what would it be for and so evolution will bring a new grace upon you a new anointing upon you if your mind is open enough you enter into a new pool of resources are you listening to me tonight we understanding more why we are called and why we do what we do is why resources will come to you otherwise it's going to be a waste are you listening to me tonight can I see the comment I just need whoever is behind the scene to be as sharp as I may want to be it is enterprise. It enterprise is the new holiness. Enterprise, as the Spirit of Grace is describing this to us tonight, it's in the building of a house because I want to go to questions tonight like, what is nation building? Let me go back to the basis because then you will have followers who are saying, Peter is speaking about we don't understand anything. You can't be that dumb. It's not possible. Please. In the building of a house. So, assuming we are that done. We're going to go back to encode the basis tonight and ask ourselves questions. In the building of a house, what is more important? How perfect that means life is or how skillful it is. You built train stations, right? Give him a microphone, please. Or you built the power supply, whatever. Train movement, train station. On your CV to apply for the job, did you tell them how good your marriage was? No, sir. On your CV to apply for the job, did you tell them if you drank or not? No, sir. On your CV to apply to build um, um, the power supply, yes, and the train station, permit me to be this ignorant, did you tell them if you add let me not start a trouble in this house now. You know the testimony you gave in church when you first came? If you had that issue or not, did you tell them? No, sir. Did they care? No, sir. What was on it? My educational qualifications, my previous experience, the achievements that I've had. We don't skills. need perfect people. We need to build now. We need people with previous experience. So Nikki can lead elite now. Because Nikki can lead elite now with their 24 or 10 businesses. Um, you can lead it now because you did lead Islington Fellowship. And that was not based on how perfect you are. It was based on how much you were willing to learn and how you grew. So the church we have now is not even iPhone 8. It's iPhone 1. And you will wonder, why can iPhone 1? You want the iPhone 1 to do all the works in this world that iPhone 8 is 18 or 8 is doing. Then you are praying, oh God, come and use me. And God says, be iPhone 14. Because that's what's relevant today. I don't, you want anointing to come upon iPhone 1 to now do the iPhone 8 stuff or 18 or 14. iPhone 14 stuff. So guess what iPhone 1 does? It sows. It fasts. 
Elizoli. He said, you see what iPhone 18 is, uh, 14 is doing? I don't participate. Yes, of course. You don't participate because you don't fit in. Nobody wants you. So, well, I don't, I don't just do all those guys, all those things people do. But what people do don't want to do you. It's just so, so irrelevant. But iPhone 1 is still praying. It's still trying. And the only, I guarantee you, without any shadow of doubt, the end of any religious beliefs you're still holding on to now is complete, utter confusion and extreme failure unprecedented in the history of human beings. Why do I say this? Unless we interrogate these things, we cannot find God. We were never. I was a child, a kid, pastor. And sometimes I look back wondering, why did most of our belief not work? The Spirit of Grace tells us because it's not going to work. It's not real. It does not. It simply doesn't work. Now, question is or issue is, you'll be told to wait. Those who wait on the Lord. Then I said, I'm born. I'm 42. So from 8 to 42, it still didn't work. What African religion sells is the peddling of lies. It is commercial enough because it gives small money to the end of whoever is peddling it. You must allow a period of re-evaluation and reinventing yourself, which, you, which will lead you towards lower finances sometimes, because you're trying to reinvent religion is a market. In Yeshua's days, I'm just interrogating your thoughts, pardon. In Yeshua's days, you hear stories like, and when the evening was set, they brought many that were sick to him. This is interrogating those who are older. And scripture says, and he healed them all. Now, in today's revival, from the Jews to the this to the that, do you see them all healed? It is one healed, if at all. So how can it be different? What's happening? So we tried to heal them all to them. They said, you should fast. The, my own issue was, it was supposed to be 40 days fasting, but humanly speaking, I couldn't do it. I tried. I set out to do it. It's just that on the third, third day, it just didn't work. Like my body is not just, if it's meant to work, my body will be able to do it. Now the problem is, I then saw those who did it. And they are beggars. Does religion interrogate these simple things? So, I, because I thought maybe it didn't happen the way I wanted because I didn't do it. But I'm looking at the guy who did it. The result is zero. Broke as hell. Sinful as hell. Nothing is working. Doesn't matter. Is it enterprise or holiness? If you're used to Dami, you've contributed to the United Kingdom, to its growth. That's nation building. You were not useful because you were perfect. You're useful because you're enterprising. Skillful. The house needs enterprising people now. Our disciplines were necessary. And I think Pastor Sam was saying that earlier this week. 
So when we put certain disciplines in place, it was necessary for a time. It was not because, just because of Bible. That's what we thought at the time. It was training us towards focusing on certain things that matter. Otherwise, these guys, these girls' life would have been all about a guy. The discipline that removed you is to train you to be skillful, productive, at the best performance of your brain, evolving toward what is towards what contributes to nation building. I wanted to start with a scripture where I've forgotten for now. Look at the next definition of enterprise then. The first one, I love it, is systematic purposeful activity. Do not distrust your activity. Don't say, but I don't have the right... Do not, don't let us be black people. Little money means everything to them. Activity, that's why it is difficult, apart from some, to constantly go to Harvard and make it a success because little things attract us too quick. Put anything shiny in front of us, we're gone. So when we meet on a Thursday to hear the word, it is enterprise. And I say, I'm tired just because you're a bit comfortable now. That's why we don't break glass ceilings. We don't keep learning. Everything shining takes us away from the acquisition of practical knowledge. We engage in what is more frivolous. And we get distracted by those who have more frivolous things around us. And we also think we don't need the knowledge. What you don't know is the next breakthrough makes the last breakthrough child's play. The next person that is raised will make whoever thinks is making money, he or she making money now look like a child. Because whilst they were busy being distracted, someone's focus was getting sharper and their instrument for warfare is getting more sharper and more effective. It does not matter if you stand at the door. It is activity. It is systematic. What was not systematic is the church we met. Their ushers were not systematic. They are just doing it for God without any platform or focus to where they are going. They are just going to heaven. It's systematic. Next definition. The willingness and energy to do something new that takes a lot of effort. Please read that again. It's important. The willingness and energy to do something new that takes a lot of effort. The way we are remodeling what church is takes a lot of effort. But it is enterprise. We are not lazy brains peddling miracles that will never happen because it does not really produce the way the world is supposed to run. Please hear this, yeah? There are skillful people whose skill they didn't work for. Like a singer, you didn't work for your voice to be nice. And many more. You're giving enough money. If you give 10% away out of it each time, the poor will not be the poor. Imagine if you then give 50% of it away. The poor will not be poor. The ecosystem will work, but then is why the poor will be poor. Why does he then need leaders? Because you will get it from those who are skillful. So we're not saying those who are skillful should not have all the money they have. 
there will still be out of 10, 10% after giving 10% you, in 90% it's still all the Ferraris but you then become leaders able to channel their resources where it should go because once they meet perfected leader they are letting it go imagine if they gave it to the church as it exists today it's game over it's not going to the poor it will never reach the poor but as a footnote the willingness and energy to do two so words being key words willing are we willing to re to 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 re end to, to restructure the church we met it is easier to leave it that way which means we are only in court without being enterprising are we willing to change the way things are done or are we just going to say God will imagine why we call it peddling you start a big program there are 300 people there are 3,000 people then you say God will change someone's life tomorrow by giving him a job are you you cannot be like imbecilic enough to believe God gave three people out of 3,000 a job tomorrow jobs happen in a country every day it's a lie like it's not true it's imbecilic to believe that. And so, why are you attacking these things? Because subconsciously it keeps you down. You want to read something, sir? Go energy. for it. Yeah. The definition of energy, it refers to a fundamental concept that defines the ability or capacity of a system to do a work or cause a change. So if you're trading crypto, whatever you meant there is what you're going to do because you'll say, why reinvent it? Issue is, you're going to make some money for a while. It's going to be more than what the poor people around you have made, but it will not make you a leader. And if you're not a leader, you're not going into governance. It doesn't matter how many pictures you take. It doesn't matter how many hosting we do. If we are not leaders, we can host and cook rice all night and feed all these guys. But if we're enterprising because we have energy, we have willingness and energy to do something new that takes a lot of effort. If we're enterprising, we enter into leadership. Therefore, either those people who are in power like it or not, we will lead them. And the only destination is governance. Question tonight is do you have the willingness and the energy to do it new? When we go, anything that is going to be done new would have been done before. So we accept. We met it as church and it would have been more convenient to leave it as church because that just means you come at a certain time of the month do a lot of preaching people like to be they like to be excited then they give but this new way is enterprising and you ever wonder why religion or, or the African system of church never gets into power because we want to circumvent certain processes which is enterprise then leadership then governance Every country that has tried to circumvent that resort to being Africa. Abject poverty and riches for a few class 
who don't even know what to do with the riches. They don't know. Because the processes were not there. It gathers us tonight. Love gathers us tonight and light shows us why. Why is it this hard? Because you're doing something new. You're enterprise people. Why? Um, connect house. What's your house called again? Connect HQ. Why are you doing things this way? Because you are enterprising. What's, this, what's the destination of enterprise? Leadership. Why is leadership? So we keep getting into rooms, real places of power. I know there is power in Africa. It's like Africa power is like Bechtin power. Whoever on the street, like street power, whoever can stop the most. You understand? You don't need process. If you are violent enough, if you are rude, whatever you are enough, and you just take the gang world, but it's still power, guys. It's still power. So forget that for a minute. As we enter more rooms, even in the United Kingdom, because they've used power. Power is generational for them. Power is not for the oppression of themselves. It's for the taking of the world. Power for them is not the buying of Beckenbach for women and dancing in club. They took Africa. Power is to change how you speak, how you look, how you dress, how you believe. That's what they did. Now that's power. But you see, as we enter these rooms, and I learn, and I'm evolving, and I'm learning, as you sit with these men, you discover what is missing. It dawns on you. The details and the finest, which I hate to break your heart, but I've got to tell you this. You see the fineness of that detail. If you miss it, all this is just talks. It's never going to happen. Because I'm sitting with these men and I see what they missed. And we've sat, imagine, of course, I'm the pastor 18 years, so I've sat with more failures in my life. It's typical for a pastor, you've sat with more losers. Especially when you then grow to have co-pastors. Bunch of losers. Complete losers. There's no two words for them. Complete. So you know them. You see what they missed? All the way to those who are seemingly up there and successful. Because if a person is 67 or 70 or da-da-da, why are you in your office sitting with a 42-year-old black boy? What's up? It's not your prodigy. It's not someone you raised. And at the end, you're turning and saying, just help me. What happened? So tonight, let us go back to these fine details and interrogate ourselves. I believe in Christ completely. And I've interrogated myself, why though? Why? Because of the scripture that I'm about to read. Let 
know, there are a few scriptures you sent, but I, I want this to start with probably. We're going to go to 1 John chapter 4. I believe in Christ because of, I believe that there is a bigger world that God needed to show us through the first Adam. If he didn't mess up, there'll be no need for the second. But he also, the divine allowed him to mess up because of the need for an upgrade. So, he came to show us what Adam would have been here. And anything outside that. So, we've sung songs like, I mean, we've read scripture for in him dwells all principalities and power, whether they be thrones. So, what he wants to do is to show you what that means. That's why he came. The worshiping and the singing to him it's not the important version. You may never even do that in your life because that's not what glorifies it. You can't tell me that glorifies him and here, when he came, he didn't start a band. They played no music. So to show what man needs to be, he had to come to tell you that whatever you met is inferior to the man God created. So the continuous search for him is to be able to know how powerful I am here on earth. Not so that I can make a destination called heaven. Because we read where that is. Last, he said the kingdom is here, right? You remember that scripture. So the important scripture to me in scriptures is the one that tells about the kind of power in him. The kind of enterprise in him. Because that makes me see what I potentially can do. It is that knowledge that makes me limitless. Boundaries free. Because if not for seeing him as he is, the culture that I grew up in is too powerful to subdue me. I'm already actually subdued. Finished as it were. Because that culture itself called human without the make of God is already is evolving also and it takes time. You see how long it took for black people like yourself about to say, I went to an Ivy League university. It's taken us years. Before you make anything out of that, your tooth would be gone. So if I'm going to go with that, and most times you will not even make any... Imagine you were a youth revival, right? Okay, so imagine if something did not grab Hobi. By now, you people would have grown. You'll be in tie and suit telling you about Abracadabra, something mad, meaning they're speaking in tongue, blah, 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 That's what you'll be doing. And you see, that your Ivy League university thing would amount to nothing because early you've embraced religion. If nothing involves him, you'll all be there tonight. In fact, you'll be doing four days. Well, Enrique, thank you. I see you. Imagine what put suit and tie. Enrique, then you cannot be more than 22 if you ever are at the time. Religion puts suit and tie on you 
put strange language in your mouth and told you if you pray this way, something would happen. Please, Enrique, did anything happen? Please, don't lie. No, meaning don't lie. If something happened, tell us. There was nothing you didn't do for Jesus. Did he show up? Like, you did everything. You denied yourself of what you want. You didn't eat. The girls you like, you didn't touch them, but you like them. True or false, Enrique? True. Thank you. But a guy that you did that much for, never even said hello one day. And for this guy, uh, they said he didn't even show up with any... And everywhere you see this guy is associated with poverty. Yet you sacrifice your heart. You tried everything humanly possible as a 22-year-old. But you see the problem with leadership? If you didn't evolve for more than 25 years of my life in Jesus, it was hell. Um, leave this comment session, guys, please, before people come for me. <laughs> but truth be told, look, she said 25 years, I grew up in church. PK, your mom believed in Jesus. Did cancer kill her or not? Was it God's timing that killed her? So, and I know, I'm not asking you to be violent. A pastor tells you, oh, don't worry, your mom is God's will is the best. Say, how? It was cancer that killed her. They believed till the last minute. They were praying in the room. Asking, oh Lord, come down. I think I was telling you, just be ready. I think she's going to go. Oh, how do you know that? The Lord must have told you. Common sense told me that prepared this guy's heart. That's the love of his life. That's his mom. Well, you've told him Jesus is going to come and you see, let's tell ourselves the truth. You see, our parents and some of some of them, of course, there are diseases that are overwhelming sometimes. Some of them, in the name of God, did not interrogate health situation they should have. This is why I'm warning you that you see this religion is so dangerous, lethal, and it kills. So, hmm, the Lord has done it. I feel it, Pastor. But the thing is growing, it's gonna kill you. That's what I'm saying. You see these verses, we can laugh at a fool telling people to be healed of airports, but they are dangerous because they'll kill your parent. First, mentally and financially, they've killed them. Now, elsewise, they're not going to stop. So it can be funny until we begin to see them for what they are. Dangerous. Their prophecies are dangerous if you go and entertain it. So, Haber, Onyeka Obi would have destroyed your life with Enrique. It's like they were gang up as the radical. No, Onyeka Obi was not part of the group. Enrique, 
David and Francis. Onyeka was with me in my loins. So he wasn't part of you guys. So don't ever point to him and say, you started Youth Revival. He doesn't know you guys. He would have, but would he mean to? He just doesn't know. And can he interrogate these things? He can never. You're going to tell him to interrogate the miracles of Jesus and why uh, Mr. Benny, I mean Benny the instrumental, who is in today. You say, oh, what? So, so all these things happen. He, he's just iPhone 1. Let me stop that one there so that I don't. Read this scripture, 1 John chapter 4. Look at this, please. From verse 15. Tell me. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God. Yehoshua, though, if you acknowledge that Jesus is the Son of God, you will be in hell. <laughs> Nothing is going to happen. Do you understand? If anyone acknowledges that Yehoshua is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. So can I ask you the question tonight? What does it take for God to live in you? Are we going to have to add to this tonight? Is it difficult to acknowledge? We've already acknowledged that. But you see, the acknowledgement is not the issue. It's what happens after. God lives in you. Then you wonder exactly how. He's saying, the man that came down from God, the last and second Adam, came to show you what it means to be God. If you acknowledge that he is God, you will act as God. If you don't acknowledge that he is God, you will worship a deity. Because he says he lives in you. Can you be worshipping what lives in you? Hold that scripture. Our fathers, you remember the woman by the well. Worshipped on this mountain. And that mountain. Do you go to a place to sing to something that lives in you? If anyone acknowledges that Yehoshua, the man who came from God, is the son of God. If you acknowledge him as God, he lives in you. That means your spirit, who you are, is now him. You don't pray to you, you do. You don't fast to you, you do. Is this too deep now? Because I'm trying to break this down. Now Onye is fasting to make Onye do Onye. To do Onye, acknowledge that the son, when you were born, the son born with you, all the vision you had before you can understand English language, all the things you saw as possible as a child, child is actually possible until someone began to communicate with you, depending on any unfortunate background we were born into. It's unfortunate because if limitation was what we heard and saw, 
they are not acknowledging that Jesus, that Yehoshua is the son of God. Her parents don't acknowledge that. That's why they go far to go and sing to him. If anyone acknowledges Yehoshua is the son of God, God lives in him. So where is his worship? And they in God. So where is his prayer? Their prayer is in their doings. Their worship is in them doing. When they wake up in the morning and they see the most difficult challenges, he lives in them. That's their prayer. That's their activation. What did your parent tell you God does? Answers prayer. You are the answer because he lives in you. That's why he didn't come to answer Pardon me, PK, because I may be bringing back fresh wound. And if you start crying now, you cry, you cry. It's what it is. Imagine a man crying publicly. Any man that cries publicly, yeah? Even privately, whatever. Let me tell you. Let's not be... It is, it is women that tells men to... You, you can let go. And I'm saying to the man, there are names I don't want. Do you have a moose? Do you have monthly stuff? Women are programmed to cry because of pain, really. They can cry because they have pain as a man. You, are you programmed to, to cry? Do you feel any, do you have challenges monthly? Do you have, there's a name they call this. No, no, no. There's a name they call that thing. Women actually have it naturally. Do you know the name? Uh, you will have to find it or know that what. She doesn't want to, she doesn't want me to soil her. We quickly said, no, I'm a professional. There's a name for what women have to do. It is painful. Therefore, they can cry. And some still don't. So as a man now, you left your bedroom, your sitting room, your garage, and publicly, <laughs> and then said, let it go. Are you kidding me? I said, well, you know, you know, I don't know. It is only women that cry out. Men can be strong, but sometimes they need to express it. They need to express it. I say, don't answer her. She's going to mess you up. You're not programmed to cry. Do you have pains? As in, if a woman is laboring, she's pushing, the pain can be overwhelming that she actually cried. So now, because of her because of her natural monthly pain, she cries. So any little thing now, she can start crying. Then we have to give it to her like, okay, fine, whatever. But man, how? Where did you learn this from? A presidential candidate crying online. And you know, this is not a, this is, this is not a man. He's a liar. You're not crying. Anyway, back to what we're saying. If anyone acknowledges, so, so, you see, it's like we have a bunch of people with an untapped resources. And untapped now makes you look at what nature can do for you. But that all the resources that make God God is living in you. Because you've acknowledged something. So the richest people on earth then will be those who have acknowledged Yehoshua as the son of God. But never got educated to know what that means. So in them lies the solution to PK's mom not passing away. 
But her health could not wait for the evolution of an hammer. This is the sense of urgency to whatever solution you are providing. There's an urgency on you. Otherwise, people will die. That's why we have to mock and disdain the pastors who stand on this pulpit. They are killers. Dangerous. People's... Let me just leave it at that because you are bereaved and it's hard to be bereaved. But the hardness is also good. Because it would then help me to illustrate nation building. Why? Why? Because we're trained to be individuals. When God made Adam, his intention was that the glory and the power and the knowledge of Adam will be how everybody is made and they will walk on earth as gods. When he failed, that stopped. Yehoshua came to show us they asked him, show us the way. He said, I'm with you and you don't know the way. I am the way. The truth and the life. Meaning the way, the truth. It's not a, it's not a geographical location. The way is not a geographical location. The truth is not a word. It's a person. It means live as I live. He lived in utmost dominion. He came to show us what we should be. The acknowledgement of him is being him. Not the singing of these songs. And I'm not against the songs. If anyone so every believer, including your parent, that acknowledge that he is the son of God, have all the good minds in them, they never just used it. They have all the power to be president of nation in them. They never just used it. Because the acknowledging of the son for them is to go to a place. Not to be him. But this is their Bible. God lives in him. He never said anyone who is perfect and holy does not drink us. He said anyone who acknowledges. God lives in them. And they are in God. Where else do you want to be? How can you live in him and you're hoping to go to heaven? To meet exactly who? Verse 16, it gets more interesting. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Did you see another requirement? Whoever is a praying Christian, whoever lives, God is love. Whoever lives in love. Whoever lives in love lives in God. Please. Can you circle the word whoever? Because if, if we say whoever, there are many religious thoughts that would then break in us. Whoever lives in love, lives in God. This house I live in that I'm preaching from now is a love site. Is a Pastor Nikki's love for a PT. And not pity as me, pity as this vision. What lives in me, she lives for it. They sacrifice. So whoever lives here, sacrificing daily, whoever lives in love, it doesn't visit love. Because love visitation means your pastor just preached about love last week and people start arguing, they go and beg each other for forgiveness. You don't live there. 
Whoever lives in love, and I would love to hear what message or amplifier says about this, maybe. Whoever lives in love, lives in God. So please, I ask you tonight, is a Muslim whoever, what about an Hindu man? So if they leave Great Britain and join Scotland or wherever to it, and they are Hinduists or Shintoists or whatever. How are they in leadership? How are they in governance? Enterprise. Which is a demonstration of love. Because in enterprise you have to work together. Enterprise brought them into leadership and it led into governance. What do you know these set of people for please? Enterprise. And it only led to leadership. What do you know the black people for? Non-enterprise. If they say they're going to mosque or church every day, they're just like zombie, zombie, zombie in and out, zombie daily. They are there on Sunday, back home. They're on Sunday, back home. They're on Sunday. And would destroy their life. Enrique, I'm just using illustration. It's Ukta in youth revival now. I didn't tell Onyeka to leave youth revival because we saw today's evolution. I just knew it's time to change to something. Evolution is as long as you're putting another block on another block. Where the building is going, we will see it eventually. We will know it eventually. This is the key point for leadership. Leadership, so, oh God, remind me of that. Just say when I said leadership and then I said, oh God. Please go on. Amplify. Amplify. We have come to know. If they let out your microphone work, you will know better. Tell me. We have come to know by personal observation. And experience. And have believed with deep consistent faith. The love which God has for us. God is love. And the one who abides in love abides in God. Anyone who does. So, issue is, they, we all first used the early days of our life to even find out what it takes to be a Christian. You don't have to be. Love is superior to Christianity. Anyone. The message of love is the ultimate evolution. Because the ultimate we want to go and see and worship, the Bible says that's what he is. So if I can take all he is into me by acknowledging what he is, I'm him. Back to Pastor Faith quickly. This is how love is made complete among us. How? So that we will have... Wait, you know these guys crawl behind. Please go back. We have, we've left Amplify, please. Like 10 minutes ago. Thank you. Where are you reading from? 1 John 4, 17. 1 John 4, 17. Wait, because I need to be saying it. We have left Amplify. Thank you. 1 John 4, 17. This is how love is made complete among so us. So on Sunday, I told you about amongst us. I brought Pastor Ubiha Park. Remember? So now 
the, the, the interrogation is how do we complete love among us? This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. What is the day of judgment? The day of judgment according to Christian belief which is complete lie is everybody queuing up and God playing a video of all your life. Then real interrogation, question, how long will that take us? Because you can't bring me to a throne without a lawyer. Everybody that has lived on a queue. So a typical, if you, let me tell you how to survive this day of judgment. Everything they just say, just deny it. Because it, it will be long. So they have to prove it. So if you quickly want to say, I agree, it's long. So let them play the video, see it. Go for no comment. Once they play it, it's going to be long. Then they, imagine in your little life, most of you are in your 30s or 20s. In your little life, imagine how many things you've done. Delay it now. Let it be 60 years worth of just complete denial. It's going to be so long. By the time they finish... Before they finish judging Nigerian politicians. <laughs> How? Then they will judge British Empire. <laughs> this is how love is made complete among us so that in the day of judgment, at the time of harvest, at the time when our life is complete now, at the time when a person looks back and asks themselves, did I live? So that on the day of judgment, tell me, this world we are like Yeshua did you hear that our predecessors died without being Yeshua so where did they go read it all over again so that I don't interrupt it so that you see why I started that verse 15 I think read from verse 15 and I'll try not to interrupt you like Pastor Shadia read it long Verse 15. If anyone acknowledges that Yeshua is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. Okay. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God. And God in them. This is how love is made complete among us. How? So that we will have confidence on the day of judgment in this world, we are like Yeshua. How is love made perfect among us? How is love complete among us? If Enrique knows he's Yeshua in this world, if Dami knows, then we're walking in love. Nothing Enrique does will make him afraid. He said, and nothing will make him limited. It's like the meeting of Yehoshua's. Which is what Yeshua tried to make 12 of them become when he was here. 12, that's right. 12 limitless people meeting is a madness. And this is, I've used scripture for you now. In this world, we are like him. In this world. Where did religion tell you will be like him? When you die, it will never happen. If it didn't happen in this world, it will never happen if you die. He said in this world. 
did Christians make this word not this word? So, mm, yeah, he said in this word, but not in this word. For them, in this word does not mean in this world. I don't understand. In this cosmos, in this system, I'm, you, I'm sure you're looking for scriptures for me or, or translations. In this system, in this cosmos, in engineering, you are like Yehoshua. In law, in medicine, you see, in economy, it turned five loaves to feed 5,000. In medicine as Emma, you are him. Otherwise, forget all these other stories. You could be coming to Pastor Honey's church and praying tongues for hours. It means nothing. You see why we preach love? It's to be God. It's not to be, it's not nice. It's not, you know, we are now going to be nice. It's to be God. Love is bloody. His love of nation is bloody. It bloodies you up. It's not hug. In this world, we are like Yehoshua. If you are like him, who are you then praying to? For exactly what to happen. That's why most of us, I grew up as a kid pastor and I wonder why God never came to help me financially till now. I don't know why. Does it confuse you sometimes? Or are we going to keep BSing? Deceiving? Are we going to be real? Has anyone here seen divine intervention on our finances? Please. Including those who are watching. If you have, please tell us exactly how. What happened? Did you not fight your way through dependent on the knowledge you have per time? One, two. Are you not going to fight your way through dependent on how much of a Yeshua you have around you? So he tried to make 12 of them him. Because he knows it will take many him. So when the first Adam came, what the first Adam was supposed to be was to produce offspring who would be him. But unfortunately, Abel and Cain came. None of them ended up being useful. Because the other one was killed because he was naive. And the other one killed the other one because he was greedy. So both the perfect man and the imperfect man died. If anything, Cain almost became more useful. Love is bloody. And as we evolve and we begin again... For those who are afraid, is this guy living the faith? Is he? I've just read scripture to you. Go back to that scripture. Thank you. Whoever is behind the camera, I mean, behind the switchboard, you're doing well. Thank you. This is how love is made. Did you find another translation you want to use? NL Thank you, baby. Thank NLT, you. sir. NLT, please. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment. But we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this world. Did the people who preach this Jesus or Yehoshua to us, if you live like Jesus in this world, uh, Mimi, your kids will only be seeing you on calendar, almanac, in their living room and they will hate you like hell. 
You know almanac. You know those almanac. Oh, you people don't know almanac. Google almanac and see what it looks like. I'm not even preaching until we Google it. Anyway, back to you, Pastor Faith, because of time. In this world, we are like Yeshua. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. We're still going somewhere. It, it gets more interesting. Uh-huh. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. His love is complete, yes, unconditional. So for some of the wrong things you're doing and you've done, you'll be punished. Nothing is going to happen. Thank you. Read on, please. We love because he first loved No, don't us. read on. Go back so that what I just said can be established so that I'm not afraid. Thank you. There is no fear in love. Why? Perfect love drives out fear. Why? Because fear has to do with punishment. Anywhere you fear is because you have a sense of punishment. Nothing is going to happen. Go on. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Thank you. We love because he first loved us. Okay. Whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister, whom they have seen, cannot love God, whom they have not seen. If you don't love, this lives matter. If love didn't drive you to world, Nick, if you forsake, if you didn't do East Linton Fellowship or wherever Rabbi met you, Rabbi, Rabbi, wherever I met you, if you didn't do it, where will it be? So someone cannot raise a Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi. Someone cannot raise a Rabbi, but he's the one preaching in church and it doesn't care if Rabbi is, a, is an attendant at chicken and chip shop. But he will take his offering. Yet he's a miracle worker guy. Yet when Rabbi needs healing for his leg pain, he healed Rabbi. How? In this, in this union, please go back to NIV in, in Jesus' name. We've gone back to NIV in Jesus' name. Please. God bless you. Okay, read it, please. Thank you. You guys are doing great. This is how we... What verse are you on? Verse 20. 20, guys. We're now in 20. We've left 17. Thank you. You guys are doing great. Thank you. Whoever claims to love God yet hates his brother. What is hate? The waking up one day and saying, I don't like this guy. You don't need to say, Pastor, you are doing it already. There are still 20,000 rabbis locked up in chicken and chip shop, confused about life, do not know where to turn to and to dig them out of that hole. It will take this life matter. It will take a Pastor Nikki who has a body daily carrying it and saying, as he is, I am in this world because that's what Christ did and it takes love to save a rabbi the same way it takes love to save him it takes love to make him a billionaire if there is enough love on him it will be a billionaire it doesn't if because what God poured on the first Adam was enough love 
that raised him and made him a controller general of the world so that as God is in the realm of God so is Adam in this system that's why when he introduced us to Adam he introduced the elements of this world gold silver the river Avila it introduced animals things that are practical not things that are spiritual and unseen if he loves them enough to use them right because you must use love if he loves them enough to use them right the world will not be like it is now if we love ourselves enough to use all the people that follow you in the right they will become everything that their parents and their predecessors can never become times hundred because you can put enough love that's why you're sacrificing your life so if you're not making a man at the center of your attention now it's because it's not because you're not feeling so it's not because you're trying to make heaven you already did because you acknowledge christ as the son of god you're already fine what you do is not going to stop you anymore anyways but to be him is what's going to save the world. And to be him, no greater love than this can a man give than to lay down his life. That is the whole essence. The definition of nation building is the laying down of our lives. Whoever claims to love God yet hates his brother, have you ever seen love in church before? I'm asking you now, those of you who are older, you were in church. Did you see love there? Your pastor didn't love you. And in turn, you didn't love the next person. They, I've never seen, I don't see love in church. That's the last place to look for love. Yet, they speak in heavenly language. Exactly how? How exactly is that possible? For whoever does not love their brother and sister, you, nation, family, you've defined love. As you were evolving, you're carrying your community along. You laid down your life. Either you know what you were doing at the time or not, it matters not. Therefore, you have God. Whoever does not love their brother or sister, whom they have seen, People who see each other don't love each other. Those of you whose parents were church people went to church. Did you not hear their complaint? Don't lie. You, did you not hear them say, so, 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 sister in church, that auntie, that they hate each other like hell hates heaven. It's the home of hate. Yet they are the ones that know God. That's not true. That's what we are interrogating. Whom they have seen. If you cannot love the world you see, you cannot love the heaven you don't see. And see, when we get, so imagine Christians, don't you think this is actually imbecilic? Here on earth, in church, they fight each other every day. So I ask, in heaven, what would happen that you all would just be? holding ends everywhere. What is happening? What's up? What changed? What would change? 
in church, the moment someone gets richer, and by richer, that means they are now making 3K a month. The moment someone gets richer, everybody says, oh, I don't like those low class. Now, in heaven, where they will now equalize all of you, because seemingly, according to heaven, heaven's uh, Christian heaven, everybody is just going to live in mansion. Meaning, it does not matter how good you were here on earth. If you sacrifice more, mm -hmm. if you don't sacrifice more, mm -hmm. when you get to heaven, everybody will be the same. Madness. So why am I stressing here on earth then? What's this stress? Because you see mama, so, 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 so. We is a liar that because it comes to church, it's going. And all of a sudden, the woman that was fighting about rise in Peckham Fellowship, all of a sudden, I and only will be best of friends. Would you be happy? That is going to be the recipe for what war lasts. Because we all just say, God, really? Do these things make sense? Their brother won't they see? Do we see? Does the church, when they build their churches in these local hands, do they see the poverty of the people? Do they see the rundown areas they build churches at? Do they see the betting shops and the buggies there? Their brothers whom they see, they walk past them to go and pray, prayer night, prayer vigil, anointing night, breakthrough night. They walk past the poor. These, these, these less than humans leave their camps and go to local areas and in Lagos or wherever and say, we brought the gospel of Christ. They see them. Bro, bring out the last money in your pocket and kill them up. He will never do it. But they see that brother. They see that sister, but they can't love him. He said, but how can they then love God who they do not see? How? So when Benny that is not him, for example, I'm just using an example, says, I see the Lord. You, after, all, after all your emotion, just say exactly what does it look like? You saw him. Wow. What did he wear? How? What? Just describe it. Then the next month, after seeing the Lord, you then fight your wife to the, the point of divorce. So, so you then say exactly what did you see? Because you can't see the Lord if you can't love who you see. So how did you then see him? Because that would be contrary to this scripture. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. Scriptures, please. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. It's simple, guys. So why do we have these constant family bond and living and all these? Because that love must be tested. Now scriptures. What is love? Then I'll come to nation building. Actually, let me start from nation building. What is a nation? So, again, I have to say this tonight. 
for those who say, I just don't understand the depth of what he's saying. So each time we say nation building, nation building, we're about nation building. What do we mean? What is a nation? Thank you. A large body of people united by common descent, history, culture, or language. One more time, please. A large body of people united by common descent. Once something unites us, we're a nation. In our case, most of us color unite us, but most, most importantly, what unites us here is a generation. So it's a nation because of our age. Because of the time we came into the world. How old are you, Leah? 26. How old are you, pastor's daughter? Talk now. 26. So you're a nation. I won't ask Chris, don't worry. Because fear has gripped him. Because he's next. He was going... Don't worry. You're 26 as well. So everyone in that corner, 26, something has united you. Also, in our case, most of us in this house, poverty united us. Or, at best, mediocrity. Our parents didn't just push a boundary. That's not a blame on them. They didn't meet a PT. They met an Onyeka. So not Onyeka, you. You're Toby Jr., right? So, again, what is nation? Read it one more time, please. A large body of people. A large body of people united. By common descent. Descent unites us because we're people of color. Or... You have people of color as friend. Or you married a person of certain color. Something unites you. It's like a Joanna saying, but I'm not black. You're so black that we can't even see you in darkness. You're very black. Forget the skin color. Something has now united you. Tell me. Common descent, history, culture, or language. Culture or language. So, even if you're not black physically, once a culture unites us, in your generation, a culture unites you, the way you look, how your women make their hair, the music they listen to, almost the food we eat, the places we go to, we are united. That means it's a nation. So Ghana is a nation because of common culture, descent, and the other things language they are a nation did you finish inhabiting a particular country or territory that's a nation so we've defined nation now why do we call these then spark nation family a call unites us that call you invited your friend and those who were not invited by their friend your algorithm, social media stuff, led you to certain things that unite you without knowing that individual. You were looking for something. They know you are something, so you became a nation. When you then came to this house, 
we began to change your language. So as Park Nation family, we have words like family head, trap houses, HDC, seed, mobilization. Those of you who have come into those words, you are now part of that nation. Now, first nation that must be built, building definition. To increase and strengthen. To increase and strengthen. So you are increasing a people with a common language. That's what nation building means. So Africa is a continent, but I don't want to mention specific nations there. They are a continent without nation building. So you can be a nation. Our generation is a, is a nation without the last word. So what are you sent to this world to do? What is your purpose here? Nation building. A people united by culture. Da, da, da. Now building them means to increase to, and strengthen. To increase and strengthen. To cement and knit together. Uh -huh. To settle or establish or preserve. So what is the work of the nation family or what was the primary assignment of a pity to get a nation? That's this generation. Then you begin to cement, which is why we will insist on love because that means they must knit together in order for us to see this building. I cannot take one block and say, you see this block is so special. His name is Onye. It's so special. His name is Dari. It's so special is Obi. And then I take that block and then put them in this side and that side. I must put them together and cement them. That's building. So you see, the reason why Nigeria and Africa is what it is nation without leadership to cement it. So we start from enterprise, right? You get into leadership. You know why? Why you go from enterprise to leadership? Leadership is the one with the vision of what the house should look like. So left to dummy is a block that wants to build himself. Then it says, I'm an engineer. But we are saying, if we're going to have a house people can live in, you cannot just be an engineer by yourself. You have to come. And I need a PK that you say is a gang leader. I have to cement them. Because I have the vision of what a building is. But I had to start with enterprise. Why? In order to get a PK and a dummy together to even cement, I have to do things differently. Do you remember the word enterprise? It might be difficult. We have not even finished the definition of enterprise. It might be difficult, but it's doing something new. It is based on that that you build new leadership. Because that leader, PK, might be good, but he doesn't see what the house should look like. You are, he was, he's a top-class gang leader. Yes? And it's good. Um, you are a top class engineer. That's good. But it doesn't work for nation building. In nation building, the leader will then know have to be skillful enough to cement engineer and gang leader. Because we need both blocks. In church building, you pick the, the, the hypocritical. They will look perfect. But they are not. But you don't, once you cement them, the pastor is in trouble. Because it can be taken out. Because it's so he will need them divided. This is why 
it then called for love because nation building is for those who have been given the message of love that it is not you cementing each other it's the builder knowing he has the vision of what this house must look like it's nation building that's why we will never agree with United Kingdom coming out of the European Union because it's like a block just coming out of the whole building. You are not different from each other. As a matter of fact, you are descendants. That's why a younger nation took you over and becomes a world leader in the United States. You should have been. The block keeps coming out. Never really reaching the full potential of what it should be. Now, we have a bigger task in front of us because we have a generation that is infested with poverty whose definition of prosperity is nothing but shallow. So God will raise a leader and is saying to me, Toby, I don't need anything perfect about you. I need your skill to cement because you have to have the building in mind. So what is nation building? First, in order to build the nations of the earth, you must build an internal nation. So read the definition of building again to increase and to strengthen. To cement and knit together. To settle or establish or preserve. To frame or shape into a particular form. Did you see why I started tonight with saying most of you watching are not losers. That your mind has been framed now. You are thinking in a certain direction. You are enterprise people. All of you, according to your leadership tune more than movement per time, you're running programs. It doesn't matter if it makes you a penny or a million now. You need to. Because it is enterprise. Your mind um, girls in constructions or lady in construction or women in construction what are they girls under construction is the mindset of someone running out of a systematic order a systematic and purposeful, and purposeful trying to get a certain level of people to save a generation which is nation building. Why? Because you've seen that girls in construction don't have a group. It will end you up in billions because it is enterprise. It will first lead you to leadership because now you have taken the frame of this house. The world shaped you that way. And it will lead you into governance if you are patient enough. So now we are this phrase of nation building ourselves the spark nation family and all the states within it or within her the house of medics or science the post movement the CEO the wealth family nation the life family every one of you in there what tells you that those who are in elite and connect HQ know God is that they love they love nation if a pastor Shadia has given her life to this she's not going to look back and be discouraged 
she will actually be encouraged knowing that the only expression of God in her is that she loves her brothers and sisters that she can see. And she must believe that that God in her will prompt her because the expression of love is why they live with you. Otherwise, love will become words. But in turn, in this world, what makes you Yehoshua? Because he said, as Yehoshua is, so are we in this world. What makes you Yehoshua? You can accommodate them. You can love them. And knowing that even if you die, not physically, you resurrect and that's the height of governance. Because the power of love will wake you up. If the spirit of he that raised Christ from the dead abides on the inside of you, it will quicken your mortal body, which is dead by sin, which was killed by Adam's disobedience. The new life in you will come because you are activating he who is you, but lives inside you on a daily basis through what he is, which is love, not Christian. He is love, not Christian. The Bible never said God is Christian. So God is love. And he who is in love is in God and God is in him. First Corinthians, right? Let me start rounding up. Look at love now. Tell me, please. From verse 1. So, please, let's read these now out of religion. You see, each time we've read these, we read it in religion. Let's read it like we're reading Plato or Socrates. Like a guidebook. Otherwise, if we read it out of, if we read it in religion, we'll just say, praise God, hallelujah. Mm, God make me a better Christian. God is not a Christian. He is love. So, you see why pity flips when two people are fighting each other. You would probably think, what's the big deal now? What you're telling me is, you see this cement and this block you try to put together, I will not let it. It's an offense on your own seed. So you can get offended that it keeps correcting you. That correction is the cementing. You say, you see that person, you say, you won't talk to, you're affecting your, it's imbecilic. You cannot be putting your life into something and scattering it. Look at what love is then. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or clanging cymbal. Have you seen those who speak in those tongues? Without love, he said, you know, it's, it calls it, I need more, more clearer English because they won't know gong. Anyone knows resounding gong? Or clanging cymbals? You will really not think of it. So let's look for more contemporary modern English. Thank you. Message. Message. If I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. Okay, at least you can only, you know the creaking of a rusty, that's what they are doing. It's just rusty gate. Put that next to the tongue, rusty gate. You know why it's rusty gate? It leads nowhere. Have you seen anyone become great because of speaking in tongues? Anyone we can recall in history. Rusty gates. 
if I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, oh, message is so wicked. Speaking in tongues, you just call it ecstasy. But don't love, I'm nothing but a creaking, but the creaking of a rusty gate. Thank you. If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries. I'm making everything plain as day as I'm teaching. Maybe you regard me as a plain preacher, a custodian of God's knowledge or word. If you can't see my leaders, if you can't see all the houses, if you can't see what we sacrifice for, no matter how eloquent what we're saying is, it's a lie. And if I have faith that says to a mountain jump and it jumps, but I don't love, I'm nothing. Unfortunately, all that we have even met, they don't even have faith that says to a mountain to go anywhere. You understand? It doesn't mean anything. So we've not even reached this level and we've never seen it. But he's saying even if that happens, in other words, he's saying someone that can do magic I'd rather call it magic because magicians have done more than pastors. Someone that can do magic and has power without love, it says it's nothing. In other words, the most powerful magic compared to love is less. It's lesser power. But I don't love, I'm nothing, tell me. If I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. This is the most shocking one. Because we would have said that giving is the high, he's giving everything he has to the poor. But you can be Bill Gates and at your point of death say, I give it to the poor. Well, you know, we would have loved you. I'm a Nigerian, so I have no moral rights to actually say that. So don't worry, because in Nigeria, the holder gets the most stealing is going to steal from the poor. Like at 80, say, I'm going to be president. And he's going to steal at 89. So I have no moral rights to then speak about Bill Gates. So I'll skip it. Thank you. No matter what I say. Back to NIV, right? If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not love, I gain nothing. Do you understand what I give my, my body to hardship that I may boast 40 days fasting or you are a meditation guy, Buddhist, blah, 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 blah. And uh, all the hardship that it takes to meditate, to all those stuff. He said, even if I do that and don't have a common love house, or life family. You see, how great a monk looks. He says, so disciplined. He said, it doesn't mean anything. You already have the superior power than all those things. Because actually, love makes you God. He lives in you. That's what the Bible says. But do not love, I gain nothing. Tell me. Love is patient. Then he begins to tell us. This is why I said, let's read this out of religion tonight. Let's just read it like a guidebook, yes? It then tells us what love does. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not. Envy. It does not. Boast. It is not. Proud. 
It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Uh -huh. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Seven. It always protects, uh, always trusts, uh -huh. always hopes, uh -huh. always perseveres. Read verse seven again, please. It always protects. Please. Do you know Christians? Do these garden people protect? Have you ever met anyone as judgmental exposing as Christians before? A wicked Christian exposes wicked people. He's wicked. So I will expose. He's a wicked person. He does not protect. A Christian does it. If you want to hear the worst about people, go to Christians and say, but Muslims do that too. I'm not an imam. This is my first constituency. So let me speak about the one I've experienced. I've not led a mosque before. He does, a Christian don't protect unless his economy is in it. That's why love is a superior movement and religion. Not just because it's nice. It's bloody. It's bloody to protect Protect means if you love someone, even they are wrong, you're saying, yeah. So, and sometimes that stamps on you, but it's fine because that's what love does. That's what makes you God. Likes on internet is not what makes you God, it's who you protect. So it just, the reason why he had to emphasize on what love is, is so that you know. In case you cannot figure out how God behaves, it says this is how he behaves. The God you were taught by Christians, is he not willing to punish you every time? Does he trust you? The Christian God, does he trust you? Never. He will never trust you. He will never protect you. Unless if you give him money. He will never protect you. You hear from the Christian, God will expose you. But he protects It's always, and I love the fact that scripture says always, meaning there's no giving up time. There's no saying, well, okay, this is the time. So when we chastise, when we correct, I'm not exposing anybody. I'm cementing the house. Hoping, hey, sit up. Because I need you as a building block now. It's called nation building. It always protects Always. Wait, wait, wait. I think I have to stop jumping now. Your love, you, you are patient. You are active. I love it. It's called nation building. It means Abba can do no wrong to Hema. She's just always going to protect her. It always protects it is not the words like that makes us go. It's our acknowledgement and our receiving of love that will make us superior and govern over them. Don't let's focus on how much they like or not like us. The words like don't give you money. In fact, it, makes, it takes money from you. If you're God enough, all those who are your adversaries will bow before you. It always protects. I didn't find that in Christianity. You were trying to save these people's sons and daughters. 
and they were stoning you. That's not just law. I mean, that's not just Christianity. Even Judaism, Yehoshua was trying to save them and they crucified him. Do you understand these things? So their religion does not protect us well. Every day of Yehoshua on earth, they were asking him questions. Okay, if you are the son of God, why are you walking on Sabbath day? It does not, religion does not protect. It judges. Love always protects. Always. Trust. Always. Hopes. Always. Perseveres. Verse 7 once again. Always protect. Always trust. Always hope. Always persevere. Verse seven again, please. It's always protect. Always trust. Always hope. Always persevere. It is those who are raised today. If anyone is doing well in your house, in your in your family, it's because they were opt in against hope. You persevered. You protected. And every time people want to separate a pity from, it's not you, pity, it's the, it's the people in the church that are doing this. Everything they are doing, I'm doing then. It's better we all just sing together. No letter of denunciation. Well, with the action, is not, if you see us write a letter of denunciation, I'm saying this, it's just um, eye service. Is a half of thing. It's just leave us alone. What do you want us to write? But, 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 but the world also does that. You have people in the house of lords that were accused and went to jail. And they are lords. Someone took the bullet for what everybody did. And they are back in the house of lords. You commit crime on the street. Petty crime. And they say you can't get employment. Why would love then not prompt us to create our own employment? In prison. So it's not just allegation. It's not It's now prison. And come back and go back to the Lord's. And it's fine. Because the Lord. But you can't knock that. Joseph was in prison. Did or not, he was there. But because he's God, he came out to lead the nations and preserve the world and the whole generation. Always perseveres. This is what love does, not emotion. If you receive this as emotion, it will last for one week. After you say, I can't take it anymore. I'm human. Boom. Let's read that verse 7 again. It always protects. Uh -huh. Always trusts. Always hopes. And always perseveres. So hope is not just a talk. Is what love does. It sleeps every day and thinks tomorrow I'll just make the million. So he's enterprising. He doesn't give up. And that's just enterprise on people too. Again, you say, oh, so why is my house leader disciplining me? That's cementing. In fact, if they are mature enough, when they are, when they are not hoping in you anymore, they would have stopped talking. If you stop talking to a person, stop correcting, it means you have no hope in them anymore. It makes no sense to be talking to someone that cannot comprehend what you are saying. It's like talking to a donkey. 
verse 8. Love never fails. So, look at the only thing that don't fail. The religion we're practicing will fail. And guess what? It's failed over. There's nothing as proven as a proven failure as Christianity. It's proven as a failure in the things that matters in this world. Practice it and see how much failure. Love never fails. But you see, love is not a good boy or good girl. Love interrogates goodness. It is bloody. Love never fails. And if I keep saying it's bloody, you see what Christ had to do. Whatever you're taking for your fellowship, your house, your, that's love. That's, it's as bloody as that. It's not a hug. It's a fight. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Nigeria is a proof of that. Everybody prophesied in the last election and they all failed. But you know, prophecies have always been... Whether there are prophecies, they will cease. Why would I go for what seals, what ceases, pardon me, and leave what never fails? Why would I go for the inferior instead of the superior? In other words, life family will never fail because it's love. It is more powerful than prophecy. Thank you more potent than Nostradamus. Little in court, and it's not little, life family is more powerful than all the prophecies that have ever existed. Connect family. Because it's extreme love. It is God, therefore. So it's good that your houses pray, but even if it doesn't, it is God. Whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Not in African church. Tongue will never steal in African church. Once someone starts, someone says, like birds, deranged. Then after service, then they fight each other. They say, hey, you. They'll be stilled. Where there is even knowledge, they will pass away, meaning. It will not be relevant what you knew 10 years ago today. Verse 9. For we know in part. And we? Prophesy in part. Why would I go keep going for the scripture what is in part? I don't want part. I want to see. Verse 10. But when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. Do you remember the word complete? In this love is complete among us. That as he is, so are we. We are Yehoshua in this world. That's the completeness of love. So a day will never come that in the day will pass, or in the day will fail. This house might fail. It's impossible because love never fails. But to build up to this scripture, I have to give you all that foundation because love is enterprise. Love is leadership that leads to governance. The cementing of this house is why we need leadership. Otherwise, you can say you go and practice love yourself. You prosper yourself. You just walk in love. People say, I don't go to church anymore because I just believe God is in my heart and love. But it's not tested. We don't know. Leadership says the cementing of one another is how you become God. 
Do you have a leader that can show you what the vision is? Forget his perfection or imperfection. We followed perfect leader to the place where we realized they led us nowhere. Just, just, we became nobody and we believed nothing. Meaning whatever we believed ended us up to be nothing. Because we were so fixated in our perfection that we, that we forgot to lead people. What is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like when a I child. When I became a man, this is evolution. And this is me, Pete, saying, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I reasoned like a child. I thought like a child. I spoke like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. The Christianity I inherited, all their beliefs, their social construct from marriage to everything, their social construct, and their children move. We expected those children move to produce real man's result. And it never did. That's why today we have men. We have men. But they are child. But they are men. Begging us for things. They were never able to put away childish thought, reasoning, and talks. So you can be an inspired family and you're just 17 or 18. Or you decide to be a man. Inspire just didn't come. It was enterprise. It led to leadership. The same thing across board. Now leadership is evolving. It's not evolving out of God. It's evolving into God. We're evolving into him to now see him clearly plainly with no blurs this life matter is a statement of leadership care for the community you being patient following your leader that is enterprising is you showing that God is living in you it's not how many hours you pray for Am I in the right position to say it's not how many hours you pray for? You know I'm a person of prayer. But I was a child. I grew. Growing still. And challenging our thoughts. Not taking us out of that which is serious into unseriousness and a frivolous life. Evolving into what love really means. And telling you that you already set the foundation of love. Every month and week we give is a statement of love. You use, you follow the money to see where the heart is. You follow it. You know when someone's heart has departed from nation building into self-service. You know, just follow the money. Look at the seed, you'll see. When they've become less enterprising, consumed by other things that takes their focus away from why they were called into the house in the first place. So what we are building 
it's like someone that has always lived with me, maybe a diary or a bookie or one of the guys saying, well, you know, someone got me into debt. I'm saying, debt raised you. Now you're welcome to the table. You're, you're big. Now blood is on you, right? Now it's time to be a man. Because it's not going to fail you. It never fails. If he has purpose and is systematic, it will never fail. But if it is to just buy shoes and impress other people that, hey, Onyeka is wearing Christian Dior, we wear it too. That's not long. So you taking a bullet, you've made 50k, but you gave some of it, then you use the rest to look like. It will fail. Go back and strengthen your house. So when we say, it's just that we reach the end of mobilization. So when we say it's 5,000 people for TLA, it's going to cost us half a million. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. These are the foundational talk before the conclusion. When we say each house must have 50 to 100 people registered to it, it doesn't matter what nation you are in. If, if you're living in love in Canada or, or Kenya, you have 100 people registered to your house. Is it easy to open your house for people to come in to your privacy? No, it's not. But that's love. It's bloody. It is bloody. And the lack of it is why no matter how much Christian stuff you practice, you'll never see God. Because it's not in Christianity. It is in eternity. Love is eternity. I love you. God bless you.